0: Point
1: God is a production of iHeartRadio. My top four schools was Illinois, Georgia Tech, Tennessee, and Maryland. And so what? And, I, and, and I would have lived right? with him.
0: I would ask him yeah, like, John yeah. Stockton, can you come be my dada? Yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Point God Hold on let, let, Let me get this man The proper intro Right Let me see if you guys Can figure this out Right Drafted In 2005 By the Utah Jazz Went to college In Illinois Grew up In West Virginia A young stud As a wrestler A two time All NBA Player A three-time all-star. Number 22 all-time in career assists. He had a bop. He was strong. He was gangster for show. Career stats, 16, three rebounds, eight assists. And I would say the stats don't do him enough. My special guest, my dog, A dude I went to battle with night in and night out put me out the playoffs wouldn't, you know hey I don't mind losing, you know what I mean and I don't mind losing to my friends and he don't mind telling me how many times he beat me Uh, Ladies and gentlemen the legend the incomparable the magician the bobster, Darren Williams What's up, my? I dog? said that might, that, that might be the best intro I've ever had. Come on, man. Like, shit. This is the Point God show, bro. This is, this is our opportunity to talk about you, to give you your roses. You know what I mean? So we ain't holding back, right? You can't hold back either because, you know, th- th- this is about why, right? And so the reason of this show is really to... to, to <clears throat> How the fuck did you do it? You know what I mean? And I would say, being from a small town, right, in West Virginia, (laughs) what was it like for you growing up, right? And what what did basketball mean to you as a kid growing up in West Virginia?
1: I mean... You know, I moved. I moved from West Virginia when I was five. Like I'm, I was four, about to be five. So, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say technically I grew up in West Virginia. You know, I think I got to Dallas at, at that age, and kind of that's where I, I did mo- most of
0: my growing up. I don't that's remember what I was trying to figure out much when I before Dallas.
1: much much before that. Yeah, um, but. Uh, I went back to West Virginia every summer to spend time with my grandparents, and that was that was different. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was a different experience, you know. Coming from Dallas, where (laughs) it's it's white people, it's black people, it's Mexicans, it's you know, it's very diverse. I'm going back to West Virginia where where they live, where ain't nobody else look like (laughs) me or even close to me. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) Uh, But man, I always I come from a basketball family. Um, I didn't grow up with my dad, but. You know, he played in college, him and my mom met in college when they were both playing basketball at West Liberty State okay. in West Virginia. You know, my aunt played basketball, cousins, uh, uncles. So um, basketball was my first love. It wasn't my first sport, as you you know, in your intro, you told me, you know, wrestling was my first sport yeah. that I got into. But but uh, first organized sport, let's say. Um, but basketball was always my first love.
0: And, what, like, what was it like, like, being a wrestler, you know what I mean because you don't really <laughs> hear about kids growing up like wrestling and shit <laughs> <Let's> just... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yo, so my mom tells me the story this is how she tells it she said when i was when I was five she I guess my uncle wrestled he wrestled you know high school wrestled in the army. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what the hell made her ask me if I want to wrestle, but she said I was out riding my bike one time, and I get maybe she was talking to my uncle or something. Came inside, came outside, and asked me if I wanted to do wrestling. So I'm like, "All right, okay, um, I like WWE. I think that's what in my mind that's what I was thinking. <laughs> it was WWF at the time. I'm thinking it's WWF, you know." So I go and, and wrestle, and she said, and I don't remember this. She remembers it. I don't remember it this way, um, but she said I cried every match that I wrestled for my first year and she would have to drag me onto the mat, but she was one of the moms that once she paid for something, cause we didn't have no you money to do it. Once she paid for something, I got to do it. I don't She don't Hell care. Either. She dragged me on the mat. <laughs> I will go out there and get my ass pent and then, and then get off the mat, walk off the mat crying. And so after my first year, she said she came to me again that next summer and she asked me again, assuming I was just going to say no. And for some reason, I told her yes again. And so, like, I did that same thing for, like, halfway through the year. And then until something, like, clicked. And then uh, it, it it turned around from there. I ended up winning state ne- the next year as an eight-year-old. And won state again when I was 12. Um, was you big? Took, but took but were you bigger than
0: everybody? Because... You know where you? No, I mean, you
1: wrestle. You wrestle your weight class. So I weighed in. It <laughs> like I won. I won at eight years old. I was sixty seven pounds. So
0: whoever yeah, what, I wrestled was were you, you know bigger than the other sixty seven pounders. You know what I mean? I was like, tall. Was,
1: I was. I was. I was tall and late. Like, I'll send you a pic after this. I'll send you a picture of me. Matter of fact, I'll post it on Instagram. You can use it for the <laughs> okay. for your for the for the point God podcast.
0: Hell yeah. So like, all right. So go through that. You 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 win state. Yeah. At what point did you go from wrestling to basketball, and then at what <laughs> transition where it was like, man, I gotta pick and choose one or the other.
1: Man, so when I was a kid, man, I played everything. I lived in apartments, and so everybody, you know, in my apartment, cause we had actually three apartment complexes in my neighborhood.
0: Oh, that's killer. And so you know how
1: you know how that is like. After school, we was all meet. We was all already meeting up to do whatever it was, whatever whatever the season was. That's what we was doing. We was playing baseball. We was playing football. We was playing. We was playing everything. So I grew up. I played every sport. You know, I played soccer. And then once I stopped soccer, I played football, played baseball. I had too much ADHD for that. Couldn't sit in the dugout. I was too bored. Shit! When Mighty Ducks came out, I wanted to play hockey. I ain't never that's ice skated in my life. You <laughs> couldn't tell me otherwise. I bu- <laughs> <You> bought <some laughs> was skates. There just, I didn't buy no skates, but we was out there slapping around the, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> into the garbage cans. <laughs> I'm, I'm <dead. laughs> uh, so, um, you know, it wasn't until when I got to when I got to high school that's when I realized like I couldn't wrestle anymore because it was the same season as basketball. So that's when that's when wrestling was done for me. Um, and at that point, like I knew, I knew basketball was it for me and mm-hmm. it was too damn hot to play, play football. I wasn't trying to, Especially I was trying to do Texas, that in Texas. Um, <laughs> and so at that point I just decided to focus on basketball.
0: And then, uh, walk me through that. You in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. What does a young D will look like in ninth grade, then tenth grade, yeah. and then what, when when <laughs> it like because you wasn't like when did you become D will? You know what I mean? Like college. What, okay. Okay. So really, what I mean, walk. so
1: like like me going through like going through middle school and and like my first year of high school, like Team Texas was the team to be on, like the AAU team to mm-hmm. be on, and I was like on like the third team.
0: Yeah,
1: you know they they had all these kids that they had already you know they had already you know, you know how it is yeah. sort of same in L.A. These kids get you know they're you know 10, 11, 12 years old and they already thinking that they're these are the ones that are going to the NBA because they're more athletic yeah. or they're you know this or that and I wasn't the most athletic and my mom she kind of she made me pass the ball even though I could probably go out there and score twenty five a game she mm-hmm. wouldn't have none of that <laughs> um, and so um, like I wasn't really like that highly sought after as far as like AAU programs and all that stuff. So um, I just was a hard worker. I played on the team with Bracey Wright. I think you, you probably remember I him. I remember Indiana. Bracey Wright, yeah. So he like he was the McDonald's, was nice. you know, in, in high school. Yeah. I wasn't. Um, and so, you know, so I was, did just, that drive I was just a hard you? worker, man. Yeah,
0: but, huh? but did that drive you? Because... 100%. You know, and, and then, like... Like at, at at what point in high school did you like figure it out? Like did you know like yo I'm about to go to college and like yeah I'm like I'm good you know what I mean? Like did you always play point guard? Were you always a point guard? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. yeah, I was always a point guard and like I said I was always a pass first point guard. I couldn't really shoot. I don't think I could, I wasn't like a great shooter. I wasn't a horrible shooter, but I wasn't a great shooter. Right. And I wasn't like overly athletic. I was sneaky. Mm-hmm. You know I was sneaky. I'll dunk on you if I get the chance, but you know I wasn't I wasn't Baron Davis athletic, not even <laughs> not even <laughs> not even close. Um, so yeah, it definitely drove me, man. Drove me not being you know not being one of these guys who you know people wanted on the AAU team. Mm-hmm. You know when I, when the rankings came out, you know state rankings and national rankings, I was never really on them. You know it, it wasn't until my sophomore year where I got on the rankings, and I was like. I was ranked 10th in the state and I thought I was, you know, top three, top four for Mm -hmm. sure. But, um, you know, all that stuff kind of, kind of fueled me. And then like, I went to Nike camp going into my sophomore year, Mm -hmm. no going to going into my junior year. Um, was the first time I got invited and, uh, like the next year, all the top point guards that were ranked ahead of me were going to Adidas camp. So, like me, just wanted to go and try to get my ranking up, trying to get you yeah. know go against the best, the best of the best. I switch and go to Adidas.
0: Who, and who Nike ball, who did ball, not ball,
1: Nike ball did ball. not mess with me till <laughs> I got to the NBA because of that. I didn't know I didn't know it was gonna be like that. Yeah, but, you know how Nike
0: uh, is; they get sensitive. Who are the guards in that class? It's cr- it's crazy because out
1: of all the out of all the. The point guards that were um, McDonald's, it, it was uh, D. Brown. Mm-hmm. Who, who you played with at Illinois? School, who I played with. It was um, Ray Felton.
0: Raymond Felton went to North Carolina. Sean Dockery. Sean Dockery went to Duke, yep. Anthony Roberson from Florida. Anthony Roberson, Florida. I played with him. A- Elijah Ingram from St. John's. Yeah, uh-huh. played for Live, and, I believe.
1: And Daniel Horton, who was also from Dallas, who went to Michigan. Yeah. And like out of them six, the only people that played in the NBA yeah. was D. Well, no, Anthony played. Anthony there,
0: played with too. me, but nobody you, had like
1: besides Ray. Nobody had a career, right? And so, yeah, all that stuff kind of you know kind of definitely um, like fueled me and, and made me get to where I was for sure. Because yeah. I just I kind of took it personal.
0: Yeah, you know, and then what? What made you go to Illinois? Honestly, D Brown, he
1: recruited the hell out of me.
0: That's um, your dog.
1: And it was like it was, and it was kind of like a. It was weird how my situation happened. Uh, so, I always wanted to leave the state uh, when I was coming out. I don't know why, um, but I wanted to get out of state, try something new. Um, and so, like my top four schools was Illinois, Georgia Tech,
0: Tennessee, and Maryland. And so, what? my senior my <laughs> what? senior year? Hold on, hold what? on. Those are your <laughs> schools yo you know what time it is you know this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors let them have it
1: i wanted to get out of state try something new um and so like my top four schools was illinois georgia tech tennessee and maryland and so what my senior my (laughs) senior year
0: hold on on. on. those are your (laughs) schools that was my top four. No Texas. No Texas. No Texas. Tag. No
1: Texas. Texas had um, TJ Ford. And oh, he was a yeah, year ahead yeah. of me, so yeah. I'm like, I don't like. I don't want to go. Player and say, of the
0: year. <laughs> TJ Ford. <Huh? laughs> yeah, like TJ kids? was nice. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not. Yeah. Hell yeah! Shout out to TJ. Ford. I still think I would.
1: I would have played, but you know, it wouldn't have been the same. So right. I was looking for somewhere I could go and, and start as a freshman because I knew Frank Williams was leaving Illinois.
0: Yeah. Shout out but, to Frank Williams too.
1: But. uh... <laughs> right before I was going on all my visits, 9-11 happened. Oh, wow. And so when that happened, they shut down, you know, all the flights, everything shut down. So I had to reschedule everything. So I rescheduled everything. And finally, I'm about to go. And a week before I'm about to go to um, Tennessee, CJ my- uh CJ Miles, CJ Watson, C. Watson comm- yeah, CJ Watson <laughs> commits, you know? Yeah. And, and I knew CJ. We played, we had played a, uh, we had played, um. AU against each other. And so I knew him from that. But he committed there. Then the day I'm supposed to go to Georgia Tech, Jared Jack commits. Wow. My, my, co- my coach comes and gets me out of class. I was leaving after school. Uh-huh. Comes and gets me out of class and was like, Jared Jack committed. And so I was supposed to go on my visit to Maryland the next week. But they had already told me that Gary Williams wasn't going to be there. mm. And I had never met him. So I'm like, why would I go on a visit somewhere where the coach don't even really want to meet me? Right. And they had Steve Blake. Steve was a, Blake he was there. A, he was going to be a senior. Yep. So I'm like, Illinois is my top school anyways. I'm just going to go. I'm just, I'm just going to go. So I committed and never been to the state of Illinois. Wow.
0: That's crazy.
1: All right. So and, if and if I would, and if I would have went there in the winter, I might have re He would have <my>, <laughs> <my. laughs>
0: bullshit. That I might have
1: re-evalu- reevaluated everything.
0: Dog, that happened to me at Kansas. I I love Roy Williams. He was like the best dude ever. I was like, yo, I can rock with him. I went yeah. on my visit and I chilled with Paul, and it was snowing. So I was like, yo, like what we doing, bro? He was like. This is what we doing right here. And then I went to, and then I was like, well, what's Jock Vaughn doing? It was like, oh, man, he probably somewhere reading some poetry. I was like, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm not going to Kansas.
1: <laughs> not in this
0: snow, bro. Uh-uh. I don't even know how to get out the car in the snow. How was that going from, like, Dallas to Chicago? And was it, like, man. a culture shock? And then what was life like at Illinois? Because you stayed, uh, what, a couple years
1: yeah, I was there three years. I mean, my my first year. So I, I was when I when I went there. I was under Bill Self. Mm-hmm. Um, my freshman, he's who recruited me. He was a big part of why I went there. Uh, him and Billy Gillespie, uh, who was the assistant coach. And then when I got there that summer, Billy Gillespie left to take the job at uh, Texas at A&M. UTEP. Okay, his, yeah. no UTEP, his first job. Got it. And so, boom, he was gone. And then my first year, I get there, and yeah, it, it was. It wasn't more of the coaster shock; it was the, it was the, the cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, there were some days where I got up and that I'm like, I'm not, "You're not, you're not supposed to be outside in this." <laughs> I'm not like, it's not like y'all okay with this? Like, we're not gonna die, type situation. <laughs> right,
0: right, right.
1: And so that was that was tough. And then after my freshman year, he left. Uh, yeah. Bill left to go to Kansas, and I was oh. now was I was ready to transfer.
0: Oh wow, to Cause, Kansas
1: because the two coaches that were kind of the reason I went there. At we're gone. We're gone. It's cold as hell. I'm a little homesick. Mm-hmm. I miss my mommy. You know, <laughs> uh, so I was ready to go home. But you know, I was I was so cool with all with all my teammates. They they kind of they they kind of put their arms around me and, mm-hmm. and they knew I was struggling a little bit. And so
0: who is that I one up teammate saying, that embraced you outside of D? It was D. It was Luther. It was um, Jaren's Howard. Oh, Luther Head Adams was there now. too, huh? Huh, Luther Head. Lou, yeah, Lou yeah. Head, yeah.
1: So, so I ended up staying, and uh, definitely, definitely, I think I
0: made the right decision. Absolutely, absolutely, sure. ab- absolutely, And then, like, I, what I want to do is like, I want to get into like, you know, like your, uh, let's say, like uh, your breakthrough party. You know what I mean when you bust into the NCAA yeah. tournament. You know what was yeah. that experience like? Because you know, I, I was pulling for y'all. You know what I mean? I was pulling for y'all. I wanted y'all to win it all. Um, you know, tell me about that. Like the magic of the tournament. You know what I mean? You was going to get some good ass guards, some good ass team. It was, it was some real fades. And at that moment, I was like, yo, I like this dude. He gets busy when the game is on the line. You know what I mean? And, and, and me <laughs> Yeah. Walk me through that.
1: Yeah, I think it took me a, it took me a little little bit of time to adjust to the to the college game. I mean, I I had a, a solid freshman season. I started. I led the led the Big, big 10 in uh in assists. Mm-hmm. But, you know, D was D was the face of the team. right You know. Unquestionably. We had Brian Cook, my freshman year still there, so D he, Cook. you know. Um those two guys were kind of the face of the team and um I think my sophomore year was kind of when I had to break out. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't—I don't think anybody was thinking of me as like a top NBA pick, right? You know, up to the, up to that point. Mm-hmm. And my sophomore year, I ended up leading the team in scoring. I led the Big Ten in assists again. Yep. Um, and then had had a pretty pretty good game. Scored thirty-one against Cincinnati in the um, in the uh, second round of the tournament. They, they, uh, they had Logan. They, were,
0: did, did they? Was that the team with Logan? Who did they have on that squad? Saturday yeah. Field. Yep. yep. And uh, Jason Maxiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They, but they were they were talking about like they said something to the press about me being a pretty boy or something like that. Um, oh, like man. basically, they would not let no pretty boy beat him. So I, like, I took offense <laughs> to that. When I hey, was dog, when people, on people put
0: think out, well, people look home. at you and they think, oh, okay, like light skin dude, you know, here's a pretty boy. Like you fed off that shit, right? All that, yeah. I always felt <laughs> like I was
1: overlooked and and, and counted out and Too handsome you know now. all type of stuff growing up. You know, so so yeah, I took I took offense to stuff like that, and I I use all I use that stuff for, you know for fuel. Right. You know, I was um, I was always looking for a little extra something.
0: Yeah, real shit. Like uh, yeah. e- even like the uh even the tournament game like against Arizona. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it was just like. It was almost like you you always wanted to rise to the occasion, right? Yeah. You know, as we transition into like now this point guard talk, talk about to you like what does it mean to you when you were growing up as a point guard to be like a point guard, right? And then how did yeah. how did how did you want to define yourself in that space? yo 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 we gotta tap in real quick we, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors
1: yeah i mean it was it was honestly it was tough too because of of like there was a shift you know like when i was younger you know growing up and watching point guards i was watching you know magic i was watching john Stockton, i was watching J. Kid, you know um those are some of my favorites and they were more the traditional past first point guards you know, but then there was guys like, um, like Steph, mm-hmm. like AI, who were mm-hmm. coming up. Who, who then they kind of transitioned to that scoring. It was about scoring point guards, right? And I was kind of, I was always more of the past first point guard. But I saw, you know, through the, the the Nike camps, through the ABCD camps, through the rankings that they didn't want that. They didn't really care about. It. They wanted these right. scoring point guards, but. I don't know. I don't know if it was my mom or what. It just kind of the other, the, the J kids, you know, the world shit. I was a big fan of yours. Reason, reason I wore five, uh, was because of y'all too. Um, so, so like I, I always consider myself a past first point guard and that's kind of what I wanted to be considered, you know, even though I could score and I I became more of a scorer. Mm -hmm. you know, as, as I, as I transitioned to the, to the NBA, because I felt like the game kind of slowed down and became, came easier. Right. Um, but I always consider myself a pass first point guard and I would always prefer an
0: assist, you know, a big time assist over a, you know, um, a bucket. Absolutely. And then talk about the mentors. Like, so like who kind of like early on, like if you could pick three mentors, like who are the mentors from a basketball, from a point guard perspective, you know, that, that, that really kinda helped mould mold you when you got to the league. You know what I mean? Man, I had some great ones, honestly. I had some good vets. You know, my first year
1: and a lot of these guys are people that, you know, some of these guys people don't even know. You know, like my 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 rookie year was Mel Palacio.
0: Oh. And I know my you gosh, don't know because
1: 'cause you're from because 'cause you're from LA. Me and Mel
0: Palacio you know, played on the same AAU team. Yeah. Me and so Milt, Milt was played, my dog. We lived around yeah. the corner from each other from like yeah, eight, nine I know. years old. I that. That's my dog. So
1: Milt was my Milt was my vet. My 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 rookie year took me under his wing. Man, showed me the ropes. You know, not only about you know what to do on the court, but off the court, and you know just playing the game and just the you know the ins and outs of the uh, the NBA. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I had I had uh Brevin knight. Oh incredible. Because every year, every year I had a different backup.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um well I had D fish. Yep. D fish came my second year. Yep. D Fish came my second year, but was only there for a year. And of course that's you know, yeah. I mean that's a great vet to have. Guy who's won, you know, stabilizer championships. Yeah. Just he's just a solid pro. You know, taught me a lot about the game, how to be professional. Um then I had Brevin Knight mm-hmm. and Brev was great brev was brev was awesome to be around he's um, an
0: amazing dude man
1: i wish i wish i had his like his personality i didn't have that that outgoing personality uh, yeah. you know he had it
0: um he was my college you know, he was my nike camp counselor yeah that, that year, my always first happy, year. Always yeah always happy always
1: happy always <laughs> you know what i'm saying just <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: wake up smiling funny dude up, like frowning
0: yeah, yeah. He, he
1: got jokes um, too and then i had earl watson
0: oh my goodness that's my brother
1: Exactly, so um, man, I had some, I had some good vets, managers. They, they all, all of them were like, you know, just solid dudes, solid vets, solid players. Yeah. Um, and so, man, they, they, they honestly, they, they taught me a lot about the game. And yeah. It helped me a lot those first, you know, first four years.
0: And then you know, because that's, I, I would say, Milton probably being the most pivotal at the point because you got drafted by the Utah Jazz. Right. and yep. So, you know, there is a great, great, great legacy and a point. God in those Raptors, you know what I mean? in those Raptors yep. and John Stockton talk about getting drafted to Utah and then, you know, the legacy of John Stockton. You know, uh, and what that meant to you, like coming into a position like that. You know, starting as a rookie in in Utah. Yeah, um, it was crazy. You know, I I think one thing that helped
1: was that it was a couple years removed. You know, there was a couple. There was Carlos Arroyo had a couple years there, and Raúl López. So it wasn't like I was just that first point guard coming in after after John. You know, left. Right. That's a that's some big that's some big shoes to fill. Absolutely. You know, come coming off of off of him, um, and it was it was always a question I got, even though, like I said, it was a couple years removed. Um, was you know how is it going to be to you know try to fill these shoes? And my my answer was always the same. Like I I, I can't be John Stockton. There's not going to be another John Stockton. You know, mm-hmm. man played 20, 20 years. Damn, there didn't miss any games. Average fourteen assists man. a game for. Three years. I mean, <laughs> like this, this stupid stuff, right? Right. So my thing was, I'm just gonna try to be me. Um, and I actually had a chance my, my rookie year. They sent after I got drafted. They sent me up to to Spokane to go work out with him. Stop, and I spent three man. days with them. Yeah.
0: Wow. And, and, What was, come on, dude, give up the good. I know,
1: and and so the thing that makes me the most You're
0: fucking cheating, dog. You was cheating. I know. You was cheating, dog. (laughs) But
1: hold on. Hold on. The thing that makes me so mad is that, like, I'm just, I'm not, like, who I am. I'm not the person to, like, I'm not good at reaching out to people, like, and feeling like I'm using them or, like, I want something from them. So, like, they sent me up there that first year. But in hindsight, I wish I would have went up there. Like I wish uh, I would have made it. Like a,
0: an duh, I would have lived right? with him. I would asked him, yeah, like, "John yeah. Stockton, can you come be my dada and come help me, <laughs> hey, bro? Can Cause, you cause come I, help me?" Because I really me? did
1: learn so much. Like just yeah. little things. Like he was he was showing me kind of his his workouts and you know little shots that he worked on that I that I used. You know, yep. little off balance shots and and things like that that I used throughout my whole career. But I wish I would have gone back and soaked more of that up because. Um, and the man played twenty years.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I I I have this thing about John Stockton, right? And I'm mm-hmm. sure he taught you, because or it's a Sloan thing, right? But there's a trick, right? I want you to teach point guard something real quick. Where is the best position, right? If you're getting a pick and roll, where do you really uh-huh. want to start from? When what from a John Stockton perspective? Where do you want to what? Where do you want to start? Like the offense, because like you guys were good at starting the offense and never like starting the offense out out wide or or like it was was it a yeah, position see,
1: thing? I, I feel like it's changed so much now, right? Because everything's about spreading out the floor. So now you want to like people are starting it back at like the twenty eight foot
0: line. Yeah, to get we you know get to ours- get down downhill right yeah
1: but we want to start ours deeper like closer to the three like on the like he wanted us setting the, the shot the the pick on the three-point line right we also wasn't living by the three dying by the three
0: but so but it was that's, it was, that's it was, hard different. to do though right it very hard to do but just Stockton we, did that shit every time bro i remember playing against him i'm like yo i'm about to pick this fool up full court right so I'm mm-hmm. sweating him. I'm sweating him. He ain't, you know, he ain't really tripping. He just he let me sweaty until he got mm-hmm. where he wanted to get. And then here come fucking Karl Malone right? Here come Boozer mm-hmm. setting these fucking yep. picks. And I'm like, what the f-? like? How the fuck did I get down there? Like, what what was that? Was that a mentality? Right? When, yes, when we wanted to lead the league in point. We wanted
1: to lead the league in points in the paint. Got it simple as that I mean every every game that's what coach Sloan was looking at like halftime and we was losing points in the paint he was so pissed yeah he didn't want the three he didn't want early shots he didn't like none of that we wanted to get a shot yet yeah, we playing gold state warriors y'all trying to get a shot up in 11 seconds right we don't want a shot unless there's 11 seconds or left on the clock so we playing a whole different game
0: right but you was still able and to that's like- that was his system yeah but, like, as a great I mean, boy, we, guard, you know, you was able to, like, define yourself in that system. you I want to thank y'all for checking out part one. Me and my bro, D. Will. Stay tuned. Why did you let Jeremy Lin crack you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dog. First of Doug. all. First, first of all. First first of all hey, dog, I told you. I said, yo I want y'all to make sure Right? Y'all stay with me This is a journey Check out Point God Part 2 Next week On iHeartRadio You dig? Point God is a production of iHeartRadio For more podcasts from iHeartRadio Visit the iHeartRadio app